Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling pro podcast. Wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Yeah, that's I was right. thinking of, we got to replace Cassius Ono saying, this is the knockout artist. Wrestling with, genius. This is the wrestling genius, Cassius Ono. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, we should do that. Um, so anyways... Uh yeah, this is going in raw. I want to I want to mention this really quick. Uh, all the people who are kicking off this show with us, everybody who's watching right now, whether it's live or on demand, do us a favor, hit that smash like, smash that damn like button, hit that like button, smash, 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 don't, smash, smash, smash. Don't hurt your equipment. Don't hurt it. Just gently caress it once. No man. Say ooh, hello. Intensity, passion. Hello, like button. Here you so go. Just don't like it because we're asking you to. Hit it because you really want to. If you really like it, then hit it. If you like the show, hit it. <laughs> I like remnant to the show, and, and James Offit says, post-lunch sleepy boys. <laughs> How does he know? We're How does he know? In? We're only a minute in. I got this giant thing of tea here I'm trying to drink. It's the second most caffeinated tea I could find. And I'm like, I'm so, I'm like, Steve, don't, don't eat more fast food. And I, for, I didn't I didn't have time to get a lunch this morning, so like I ran a stupid Taco Bell, and now I am knocked out. We still got two more things to shoot at. <laughs> I know too. we have predictions. Snap and we out got of it. Who's stupid? Who won Wednesday? Oh, that's your favorite. We're still we're waiting on the waitings on the on the on the waitings on the ratings. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Through any, any second here. NXT again <laughs> killed it every single week. Killed it. Killed it. Killed, killed it. it. That match. That opening match. Yeah, we almost saw a man Fandango a new. Heel turn twist, vengeance murder apparently because he tried to kill one of the Singh brothers. Man, here's the thing. Here, oh man, he, yeah, that was that was that was fine and all. Uh, NXT was bookended by two really good matches, and then like the the Dakota Kai uh, Mia Yim match was fine, but nothing else really happened in the middle. Oh, I like the Arella Mendoza, Cameron Grimes, uh, yeah. Kushida stuff. I thought that was good. Yeah. That was good. I mean, it's kind of predictable. Kushida takes the one thing of actual uh, that Cameron Grimes uh, actually values his hat. I didn't actually think he was going to do that because Kushida is pure of heart, much like our tree topping angel Adam Cole, baby. 
and so I, I didn't think that he was actually going to take the hat. But he took the hat because that's kind of a jerk thing to do, even though Cameron no, Grimes would, attacked him. Yeah, totally. I mean, that, that makes all, I mean, he slammed his head into a locker. <laughs> I think yeah. Kushida's well within his right to go and playfully borrow his hat for a few weeks. Uh, and we got Travis Banks last night, and he beat Jackson Riker. I mean, Tyler Breeze beat Jackson Riker. Yeah, with shenanigans. Um, so the Travis Banks thing, I was kind of, I was like, I was like, oh, this is really cool that he's like on NXT, but I think it's just for the world's it's collide. It's just the world's collide, what they said. It's a world's collide preview. It was a world's collide preview, but that would have been really cool. I didn't know who ended up winning that that Ligero triple threat oh, with Banks and the and fine, Connors. Man. It's like all the same level. That it's they're all the same guy basically. Kind of. Um, so no, I thought that was good. And then I mean, there's nothing bad about it. I just didn't. Okay, so I I could have I honestly I, I see where you're coming from because no there were there Continue, were. Continue. I'm gonna throw away my tea bag. Yeah, uh, you said tea bag. Uh, one match, two match, and then and then even the worlds collide preview. It felt like there, filler. There were three matches that really didn't advance much. Yeah, and that was Jackson Riker, Travis Banks, uh, it Brizango. I'll be honest, man. They're such nice guys. They're such sweethearts. I love him to death. Could care less at this point. Although, I mean, I if, don't if, care, man. If Fandango's new thing is destroying people with apron bo- uh, bombs. I'm all in on that. <laughs> if, if that becomes a pattern, I'm definitely in on that. He looked horrified when he hit that, too. He wasn't so horrified he lit up in that leg drop, though. No, but the very next thing that happened when he did the apron bomb was Tyler Breeze had the other Singh brother up in some position. It was for their finish, yeah, for the elbow, yeah. And and he was gonna like he was gonna do something, and it was like the lightest. Yeah, it was pretty. It was like a forearm, and it was pretty. He soft. looked disturbed after the like for moments, but then yeah, he hit the leg drop. Twinewinder says Connors won all that. He's what? Connor. <laughs> what? And that in that nutshell dude. is why I don't watch NXT UK. Oh man, no, I watch it on the weekends. I like NXT. I just didn't. I didn't see that week. Um, that is hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyways. So, I mean, it was two really good matches. And it was nothing in between those two matches was bad. Just a lot of it didn't feel necessary. I like the Mia Yim stuff. I yeah, thought that was good. That was fun. That, that was, was all good. good and fun. That was a fun but match. But then, like, the freaking main event. Oh, my God. It was really good. That was no, like, freaking awesome. actually kicked awesome. off the show was maybe match of the week. That oh, match was yeah. Phenomenal. That was just terrific stuff. And yeah, that's right. We got a new we got a new cruiserweight champion. Correct. Oh, and we there was a bit of a turn there. I thought that we saw like a the, a double turn. Maybe because Leo Rush came out. And granted, it's it's completely justifiable because Angel Garza has been like really like messed up to him and his family up to this point. Leo Rush comes out on fire, and uh, well, the crowd was firmly behind Angel Garza. Yeah, yeah. And then he did the big facing. He brings out his. He said he always said he drops a promo. He says there's four things that are more important to me. Uh, wrestling, essentially. Wrestling. Yeah. All of it you. Was a very face promo. All of you, my family and my girlfriend, who he brought in the ring, and 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 he proposed to her. And so now Leo Rush is going to be going after her. Yeah. This is going to be good, man. I think it's going to be really good. I I'm. I am really happy with how they're treating the cruisers. Zombie Kimmel says uh, literally every other wrestling podcast out there said NXT was awesome. It was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. It just felt like there was some filler. Uh, well, I think a lot of podcasts. I, well, I don't. I'm not going to speak for them. We try to keep it as honest as we can. I'm. I am typically a mark for NXT. I think every, that's the thing. Everybody's a mark for NXT because generally it's real. They do everything really, really good. Like they have the best wrestling probably on the planet at least in North America. And uh, and yeah, it's I'm, I'm actually really surprised 
that keeping it at full sale has, in my opinion, taken it from, so like full sale was always pretty decent, but you could always tell, you could always tell these guys are going through a five hour taping or a four hour taping, whatever it was. You could always tell because every couple episodes, just the crowd wouldn't be that as into it as they have been. Doing it two hours live from there, that cra- and, and on top of that, they have honestly upped their game week to week. That crowd is amazing. Yeah. And it really does. It, it's like this. It's like the next thing to PWG in terms of when they're it was be, at the. They're uh, going to be hard pressed if they take that in the road, uh, finding any way to replicate that atmosphere. It's, it, it's, it's really impossible. It is really something else. And there might be one reason not to do it. It is really because that's else. what really separates it from AEW. AEW is going to be in the same size venues that NXT would be. Mm-hmm. But as we saw with the crowd last night, whether because of poor audio or, or them kind of sitting on their hands, you don't know somewhat, what you're going to get. You know what you're getting full sale like this. Oh my god! You know what you're going to get. It jump. Yeah, it's definitely back up on my list of of bucket list wrestling bucket list things. Well, you might only have till March of next year to get it done, man. Maybe, maybe we'll see. I don't know, man. If they if they if they keep on being at least competitive in the ratings, what again? Like you've said, no reason to. No reason if to. Ain't, if it ain't yeah. broke, don't fix it, man. Yeah. If that's if that that's that's working right now. Um. Anyways, it uh, kicked off with a recap of last week. Yeah, but with the, uh, the Adam Cole promo too. He was in the production truck. He was like, match, triple threat match, main event, challenge me. Guess what? I'm the greatest run in history. They're gonna lose anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To paraphrase. Yeah. Next week's gonna be a big big week. Um, with that title match, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of feel like I understand the the number one contender match may have invented the show. I felt like they spent not as much time, obviously, because the two promos combined or video packages combined weren't as long as the main event. But I feel like they spent, they spent a lot of energy mm-hmm. and man hours putting together those two promos for Shayna and Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to main event next week. So my gut's telling me because I don't think there's going to be a, a title change on the men's side. Yeah, but I think on the women's side, it's a pretty Rhea's good. Winning that. It's a pretty Rhea's good chance. Totally winning. Pretty good that. chance. And then if that's the case, that match should main event. <coughs> yeah, I agree. Especially because if, if the men's match is going to have some sort of wonk finish, mm-hmm. you don't want to close the show that way. Yeah. Unless unless they have Finn bringing out his new uh, club or something like that. And, yeah, then, and then they do yeah. battle with Undisputed Era. That's the only way you can have a wonky finish and, and close the show and not have it disappoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, after that, we got our cruiserweight title match, Angel Garza versus Leo Rush. This was phenomenal. This was absolutely phenomenal. This these was two, great. These two guys have uh, uh, impeccable chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, they're crisp. They're fast. They seemingly don't mess up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, Garza was talking trash to Leo Rush during introductions, and Rush attacks him, takes down Garza. Garza just looks at him and smiles. He knows he's in Leo's head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. Bell rings. Match starts with a hockey brawl. Um, they both spill the outside, and then Leo pushes Garza in the ring steps. Leo goes to the apron. Uh, Garza grabs his foot, and pulls him off, and that looked nasty, too. Yeah, that looked bad. I love that, that you, you expect, they set your expectation for this to be a lot of, like, you know, counter, counter, counter. And there was that. Wrestling stuff, but it was mainly just like, like you said, hockey brawl. It was a fight, know? yeah. It was a fight. You didn't expect that from this, but, but we did see a lot of counter and people uh, appropriating other the, their opponent's moves to try to yeah. beat them. Yeah, which I always love. Seeing. Oh, I love. I I mentioned that a couple weeks ago. It was yeah. regards to something. I don't know. What. Yeah, I remember it was either, but you did. But uh, I love when enough. people do each other's finishers. 
Uh, and we got that last night yeah, man. with Leo Rush uh, doling out one of Angel Garza's well his wing clipper and then the uh, clipper, and then yeah. Garza did the uh, the come up that uh, pop up stunner. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Garza's about to take his pants off. It's always a highlight of any Angel Garza match in my mind. And then uh, Rush is like, no, ground to pound from him. Uh, Leo but goes it was kind of fortuitous for Garza yes. that he didn't get the yes, pants off exactly. So uh, Garza avoids a come up. Um, hits a drop kick, gets a two count. Garza, commercial break, picture in picture. Garza in control the entire time. Uh, Rush makes a comeback with uh, some head scissors, sends Garza out of the ring with Arana, follows with a uh, moonsault ringside. That was quite nice. And that's when Garza avoids the come up, hits one of his own, gets a two count. Uh, Leo Rush goes to the top rope. Garza hits an insigiri. Uh, he goes up top as two. Rush pushes him off. Garza does a flip, lands on his feet, runs back in the corner, hits a super Spanish fly, gets a two count. That was awesome. That was absolutely amazing. This next because pop. wasn't that wasn't that Spanish fly? It was like so. Like usually when they do a super Spanish fly, they both have like their footing kind of on the the turnbuckle. Yeah, he was on the ropes when he did this. That was absolutely nuts. That looks so really and, good. And he ran up the ropes with like perfect. Precision, like there, he wasn't even shaky with it. I know, I know. Uh, so this spot was pretty cool. So they're going back and forth a little bit. Rush hits a spin kick. Garza bounces off the rope, hits a super kick, and they both go at each other like they're about to hit and they each other, collapse. and they just collapse. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Clever, that good, was great. Uh, and then Rush, he avoids a wing clipper, and then he hits one of his own. Mm-hmm. Only gets him a two count though. This bit was great. Rush hits final hour, and Garza's trying to not be pinned, so he's kind of rolling and crawling out of the ring. Yeah. Leo grabs onto his pants. And they just tear off. And as Garza <laughs> falls out of, the, out of the ring, the pants come off. And you can see it all over Leo's face. Ah! That was my opportunity. Yep. So what does he do? He goes to the top and tries to hit a final hour ringside. <laughs> so he goes up to the top rope in its final hour, tries to. Angel Garza gets his legs up. Oh, that's like that hurts so oh bad. Oh my god, for oh. like both people. I know. I feel like that hurts so bad. So he tosses Leo back in the ring. He hits a wing clipper. Leo kicks out though. Yeah. And so Garza, as soon as the kickout happens, he's still kind of he's in a position where he can just do the uh, the reverse full Nelson, which is the prelude usually to the wing clipper, but without picking him up. And Leo Rush has to tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phenomenal match. Oh, just phenomenal. Match of the New week. cruiserweight champion, Angel Garza. And then, like we mentioned before, uh, unless you want to talk about that, and no, I will do it now. Uh, he goes over, he cuts a babyface promo, talks about what he loves in life. And, uh, of course, he loves his very lovely uh, girlfriend, brings her into the ring, produces a ring of his own. Yeah. And, uh, you know, proposes. She says, see? Yeah. She says, yes. And it's a beautiful moment for everybody, Truly is. except for Leo Rush, who is now without cruiserweight championship. And 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 it was what was great too. I, I I love this detail. So Leo Rush rips off Angel Garza's pants. What color are Angel Garza's trunks? Uh, purple. Cruiserweight championship purple. Exactly. The exact yeah. color of the strap. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. exact. He put that belt on. It was like, yeah. Where does one af- begin and the other you end? You couldn't have foreshadowed this anymore. Yeah. It was like the exact shade of purple. Yeah. It's pretty great. It was really great. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, after that, we had a really well done Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley video package. Uh, just terrific. Uh, Rhea was on uh, some sort of a radio station promoting the match, talking about herself. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shayna was in her car. Yeah, she said something like, well, some people say you can tell a lot about a person based on the car they have. Uh-huh. And she has like an old Mustang. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, she, I think she said something like she's not going to drive a hybrid or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. Or a Tesla. She mentioned the Tesla. Maybe she's all. Maybe she's like that Jake Hager way of life. No. Oh, I deny, deny. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, in any event, uh, yeah, I thought this was good. I really like the bit where she talked about all the people she has mm-hmm. put down uh, in her title defenses. Mm-hmm. And the list is long, man. Mm-hmm. It's a long list. Uh, so it was really I mean, how many times have we thought, okay, this is the person that's going to end Shayna's title reign, and it's not. A few. Yeah, a few. It's not. Yeah. Uh, next, a Finn Balor promo. First, he takes aim at Regal for putting him in the situation to begin with. Yeah. Um, he's got beef. He says, well, what about all the stuff I've done already? Yeah. It shows uh, shots of him taking a picture with Regal and Triple H for all the awards he won in NXT. Um, and then he you know, says, Keith Lee, you've been relevant for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, uh, yeah, I did more for NXT than you ever could. I like when he mentioned Tommaso Ciampa, it was as if he was mentioning Captain New Japan. <laughs> it was that cadence. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, just let him curse once. Oh, I know. No, if he was on AEW, he could to a degree. He couldn't the way he did back in New Japan. Oh, no, I know. Oh, that's it. right. Yeah, Jericho said S word again. Yeah, he said ish. I think they're all just permitted at least once or maybe twice. Yeah, we forgot to mention the AEW review, how they uh, they censored the crap out of that crowd with the MJF. Yeah. Well, there's still standards and practices, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they're saying. Probably something involving the F word. Probably. Um, after that. Uh, oh, after that. Wait, after that, Garza Barbosa's girlfriend? Yeah, because it was during a commercial break. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, after that, we had Raul Mendoza versus Cameron Grimes. Of course, Raul Mendoza uh, looking to get some revenge on Cameron Grimes for essentially taking him out of the match or literally taking yeah, him out of the match last no, week. No, essentially. No, figuratively speaking. He actually did that. He yeah. came. I didn't know that that was legal, but apparently it is. It must have been because they had Cameron's music at the ready. Yeah, they did. Excuse uh, me. So, any, and anyways... Uh, Bell rings. Raul is on the attack immediately. Uh, and then Kushida comes down the ringside, briefly distracts Cameron Grimes. Uh, Raul hits a Rana right into a roll-up to get the win. Yeah. And then Kushida takes Cameron Grimes' hat off the ring post and puts it on his own head. May I suggest this as well? Kushida looked a lot more dapper than Cameron Grimes with the hat on his head. I think he should incorporate it into his... Did uh, Doc Brown have a hat like that in the third Back to the Future? When he showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Like an old timey type hat. Well, yeah. you go. It works. Well, he was in, living in the old timey. Yeah, no, but so. it works into Kushida's gimmick, though. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And then he can get like a giant train. He should just crazy. Doc Brown made a freaking time travel train. That's cool and all. Um, and then he, he, and then he, and then he negated the entire damn series by saying, "Your the future doesn't exist. It's what you make it. So make it a good one." What the hell? What did I just watch? Six yeah. hours of what? That's exactly. Like the third hour. The third one I don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> it's non-canon to you. Non-canon as far as I'm concerned. You just <laughs> undercut your entire series with one line. Um, what, was, what was Biff's uh, uh, henchman's name to do with the 3D glasses in the first one? Uh, well, he was played by Billy Zane in the second one. All right. I think. Anyways, my point is uh, Kushida should just start getting accoutrements from very, various characters back okay. in the future. So the Doc Brown old-timey hat. 3D glasses. Okay, yeah. All that kind of stuff. He already has a hoverboard. Kind of. Yeah, it's on his, tight, it's on his, his, his pants. And it's the name of his move. Um, 
So, yeah, yeah, uh, that's a good idea. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think about it. Does he carry around a gray sport, sports almanac? Should. He really, everybody should. I know. Uh, next, Mia Yim interview. Um, she's still upset with Dakota Kai. Naturally, and says that she's going to send Dakota where Dakota sent her, and that'd be to the hospital. Yes, in an ambulance. Yes. You know the problem with her in that match? She didn't wear sweatpants. After that, we had a Travis Banks video package. He was like, yeah, oh, boy, I just lost a triple threat match to Joe Connors. To Joe Connors. <laughs> so I'm going to try my hand against Jackson Riker. This seems to be an easy W these days. <laughs> and sure enough, it kind of was. This is a fairly short match. It was fun. Although Travis Banks got busted open, I think, as we went for that suicide dive. And, and Jackson Riker hit him with a forearm in here. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah, like Banks kicks Riker into the second turnbuckle, kicks him a ton, mm-hmm. cannonball. He misses the top rope move. Uh, like Riker got two more moves in and then Banks hit slice of heaven for the win. <laughs> it was like three minutes. I wonder, yeah, maybe Riker just had some lunch also. I don't know. You know, he's like, oh, I'm sluggish. I mean, just in terms of the visual aspect, he's the most legit looking guy of Forgotten Sons. <laughs> in, dude. And dude in, can't win a I'm match. I'm sorry, no. In NXT, that guy is massive. He looks amazing. And I, I did like during this match, save for the finish, like every time Travis Banks would hit the little bit of offense, Jackson Riker was right back up. Yeah, could yeah. not keep him down. And it was it was a three count, but he got his shoulder up right after the right three, after yeah. the three, like moments after or a moment after. Um, but yeah, no, Jackson, that dude looks like the Terminator. Mm-hmm. He, like if they had put him in that last crap movie, I, I would have been like, oh, that's scary. Yeah, no. I know, I know, man. Great, but then yeah, freaking loses to Travis Banks, who has problems with Joe Connors. I don't know. <laughs> Is that feud of the uh, feud in 2019? Joe Connors and... Uh, Travis Banks and Laguerre. And Laguerre. I mean, it should be, yeah. Maybe if they take that one to take over Blackpool too. Why didn't they go to a different location? They, all they've done is Blackpool, Cardiff. Now Blackpool again. Then go do something else. Maybe they want uh, uh, January and Blackpool to be a tradition. Yeah, that could. that's going to be their all-in. Maybe. Well, they need more takeovers. Like one more takeover a year. Like three a year would be great. They don't do anything else. Well, they put on good main events. But that's, that's the extent of it. Next, we had Mia Yim versus Dakota Kai. I think it was like Gallus versus uh, Imperium this week. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it was yeah, well. Probably good stuff. Uh, Yim starts out quick. Drop kick at the bell. Continues on with the fast start. Uh, Dakota Kai tries to make a comeback with some kicks. Uh, but Yim low bridges her out of the ring. Tosses her into the ring steps. Viciously, I may add, mm-hmm. and then follows with a cannonball. That was great. Uh, Dakota Kai, she keeps on trying to make a comeback. She hits the face wash kick in the corner, gets her a two. She goes another kick. Yim blocks it. She gets the advantage again. She hits a code blue. Only good for a two count, though. Uh, Dakota Kai, though, eventually does hit a power bomb. That earns her a two count. Follows up with some quad kicks. Quad kicks might be up there ne- by the chop or with the chop. It's one of my favorite moves in all wrestling. I'm a big fan of the when you grab yeah. someone by the head and just start kicking him in the face repeatedly. Yeah, that is that is pretty cool. I that's do a, like that. That's a great move. She goes for another face wash kick. Moves or sorry misses. Uh, Mia Yim uh, grabs her leg. Oh, sorry, no, that's when uh, Kodakai's leg was on over the top rope. Uh, Mia Yim kicks her knee, hits a German suplex again, just a two count. Uh, Yim hits protect your neck. Kodakai rolls out of the ring. Uh, Yim puts her back in. Oh my God! What? The ratings are in. Yeah, and literally both seven hundred seventy-eight thousand. Wow. AW the slight edge in eighteen thirty-four. Wow. Tie game. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. Uh, Dakota Kai goes and gets the knee brace off the ring post. 
ref sees that. It's like, hey, you can't use that. That's illegal. Um, takes it away. So she kicks Yim, turns around, removes a turnbuckle cover, rams Mia into it, and rolls her up for the win. After the bell, Mia lays into Dakota Kai. They're brawling to the crowd. Uh, Mia sits up a couple tables, and then uh, brawl continues up to the tech area. They're on top of table and tech area, and then Mia Yim hits the belly-to-back suplex off that table through the tables below. Uh, one of them, uh, they kind of missed. Um, Dakota Kai's head hit it. Apparently, she needed eight staples. Yeah, that was ugly. Close that up. Yeah, they didn't show. Uh, they didn't show her afterwards, and I was thinking to myself, how much of her, like the top of her head, is missing. I tried to make. Sh- I tried to watch it the replays because at the towards the end, she did this. Yeah, uh, and you know sometimes wrestlers would do that, especially sure. to on moves downward to make sure they keep their. I assume keep their chin tucked um, on the way down, but I, apparently that didn't. Block. Yeah, the Anything. last replay they did, which is the best angle, it had a little bug down at the bottom that said like replay or something, and could, so you couldn't see her head like from the right angle. I mean, that one table, the fur, one furthest away, just didn't break. Yeah. Um. So I mean, those things happen, I suppose. Yeah. You looking on that for uh, Alvarez's uh, two cents as far as the ratings? Yeah, nothing, nothing juicy so far from Alvarez. He's so combative. That's crazy though. Like, what? What is the? Uh, what do they usually round it to? Normally for the ratings. What do you mean? Well, in terms of you know the seven hundred and seventy-eight thousand. Oh, I don't know. And then like, what number does it? Do they usually get into the hundreds or tens or ones? Literally. No, I think it's usually the tens of th- uh, or the thousands. Mm. They round it up from hundreds, I guess. I wonder if it's typical where it's 500 and above, they round up, and if it's 500 below, they round down. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Anyways. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So after that, we had... Keith Lee video package. Keith Lee. That's right. Don't you. Yeah, I'm a... Forget about Keith. Yes, if you want a small Stephen Larson cameo where you can hear our singing chops or lack thereof, head over to Cultaholics' yes. YouTube channel, and uh, we have a little cameo. A little cameo, cameo yeah. Lee they did a hell of a job with that video. It yeah. Great. Oh man, Sam. Apparently, Sam edited that. Yeah, man. That's top notch stuff. Top notch stuff. Yeah, man. What a great group of guys. Heck yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, Keith Lee. Again, I uh, kind of bummed out that Dominic Dijakovic. They didn't make this a, a four way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Why, why am I in this match? He tweeted out, uh, after mentioning Finn Balor's dickhead, uh, he tweeted out, he, there's like a picture, there's a picture that, that I don't know who it was, uh, I don't know who it was, NXT or NXT USA, something like that, tweeted out a picture of uh, Ciampa, Lee, and Balor, but all from 2K20. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Dijakovic said, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe are they? What do they say? Something like, are they book uh, as a? Rudal- are they booking this based off the video game? Because I'm not in that either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. He, he's a he's a hilarious Twitter follow. 
anyways, it was it was a really great video package. Yeah, really good. After that, we had uh, Breezango versus the Singh Brothers. Again, why do we need this match? This feels like a match that should have been on SmackDown. Breezango, they're not really doing anything in NXT. So what's the point of them being there? I know. I know. And if like Tyler Breeze lobbied to get off quote unquote main roster by the NXT so we can be utilized and do something interesting and then they're like, here's gonna do Breezango again, that must be kind of a kick it might, to the front area. Yeah, I agree. And it might be time to just say, Okay, we're done with the Breezango thing. Like, I'm sorry, but I feel like both those guys, especially Fandango, they can contribute so much more. And there's no reason for them to be there. There's no reason for this match unless it was actually a heel turn from Fandango by literally That's trying to murder a person. That's what I'm hoping is, is, is like Tyler Breeze in there is getting his butt kicked by the Singh brothers. Yeah. And Fandango gets the, the hot tag and he proceeds to decimate, <laughs> absolutely decimate the Singh brothers nearly single-handedly. <laughs> I mean, right. we're not going to see Samir Singh for a couple of weeks after that apron. For at least, like. yeah. Because the, the snapback, that his head looks like it hit right on the edge of that apron. Yeah. Ow. Um, and then Breezango, after, right after that powerbomb, hit their finish. And then uh, Fandango goes back in. Sunil's in there. Top rope leg drop to get the win. Yeah. That was good stuff. It was great. But again. I mean, I, love, I like both those guys. I like Fandango a lot. I like the Singh brothers, too. Yeah, I like them, too. But like, I feel this is this is look, man. This is highly valued real estate. Yeah. that you're taking up right now. And if you're gonna have them on TV, do something more with them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is all about Fondango getting upset. It's like, hey, you were getting your butt kicked by the Singh brothers. I came in the span of 90 seconds and beat both of them essentially. I'd be much, I'd be much happier with this match existing if there, if that if that was leading to something. If this is leading to something, yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Rhea Ripley video package. Kind of mentioned that before. Yeah, where she's on the radio station talking mm-hmm. about stuff. Uh, after that, we had uh, Bianca Belair versus Caden Carter. Yeah, it started um, out the classic speed versus strength battle. Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, Bianca, whenever she relied on her strength, would have the advantage. However, she tries to go for a standing moonsault. Uh, Carter gets her knees up, and then uh, she, she sends Bianca out of the ring, and it seemed like, uh-oh, did Bianca try to match speed for speed mm-hmm. when she has an obvious strength advantage? Mm-hmm. Is that going to lead to her defeat? It does not. Caden uh, Carter goes for a, like a, a handspring elbow. Uh, Bianca hits a spear and then hits her finisher, the KOD, for the win. Yeah, fairly easy victory for Bianca Belair, but there was a little bit of... Again, anytime she deviated from relying on her strength, she put herself in jeopardy of losing that match. It's good stuff, man. Psychology. It's good stuff. Exactly. Storytelling. Storytelling. <laughs> Telling stories in the ring is what they're doing. I don't know if you were aware that's what pro wrestling is. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. I missed that part. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, he had, had a video, video package. He had a video package yeah. where he wants Goldie back. And this was so Adam Cole comes out. He just comes out for his introduction because he's up in the crow's nest watching this main event. Yeah. Before the match happens, you have uh, a, an obvious DSLR type situation, and Tommaso Ciampa's there, and he turns towards the camera and says, "This one's for you, Goldie." Mm-hmm. And he turns around, and he walks through the curtain. So that was like right as the match was starting. Yeah. And so the camera kind of falls a little bit, and then they cut to the actual. Sorry, Christmas tree the actual in arena camera is they never, I can't remember them doing that before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. From I don't the production know. standpoint. Yeah. I mean, they followed people out before, mm-hmm. um, with like the regular camera. Yeah. So I don't know if they ever use that kind of uh, yeah, I don't more know. cinematic stuff. I don't I know. Shoot the whole show with that camera. I do like that, uh, backing up a little bit during Finn Balor's video, he seemed like disgusted that, uh, Champa refers to the championship as gold. Yes. 
He's like, let me tell you something about gold. And then he starts listing out everything. Two-time Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. First Universal Champion. Very first Universal Champion. Yeah. Anyway, so then it gets to our main event. Tommaso Ciampa versus Keith Lee versus Finn Balor. Just terrific stuff. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Early on, it kind of seems like that Lee and Ciampa might kind of team up against Balor uh, until uh, Keith Lee tries to get back in the ring. And Tommaso Ciampa tries to hit a draping DDT on him. Uh, Finn, though, sees that, goes, tries to roll up Chomp- Chompa. Chompa kicks out, and then Keith Lee takes them both out with a slingshot fun splash. Mm-hmm. We just That's like the first major uh, beat of the match. Yeah. And then we go to commercial break. Yeah. Back from commercial. Keith Lee, he's in control uh, until Chompa sends him out with the clothesline. Uh, he takes it to Finn. Uh, eventually, Keith tries to get back in. Chompa hits double draping DDTs on both Keith Lee and Finn Balor. Uh, follows with an air raid crash. On of Finn onto Keith Lee, yeah. he goes for cover on, on each of them. They both kick out. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Finn gets sent out. Uh, Champa hits Keith Lee with some strikes. Uh, Keith drops. Champa's just one forearm, um, and then Tom, Champa gets back up. Thumb to the eye for Keith Lee, mm-hmm. and then commentary is saying he's like, "Oh, this is is this the return of the old Tommaso Champa?" Ooh. Uh, Champa tries to lift up Keith Lee uh, for a fairy tale ending. Keith Lee chops his way out of that situation. He goes for a splash. Ciampa gets his knees up. Ciampa goes for a fairy tale ending. Lee blocks. Finn in. Drops them both. He tries to hit a shotgun drop kick on Lee. Uh, Lee shoulder tackles him again. Uh, he once again has the advantage because he picks, he grabs Finn and beals him right into Tommaso Ciampa. That was awesome. Uh, he stacks up Ciampa and Finn on, and Finn on the mat. He goes the second rope looking for a moonsault. Ciampa up. Same with Finn. They fling Lee off the ropes, kind of like a leg sweep, sling blade combo type deal. Um, I think they had a commercial. Yeah, the picture-in-picture commercial break. Come back. Finn sets up Champa for a reverse DDT. Lee emerges from behind him. They love this stuff. They love doing the thing where I know Lee it's so good and it's so well done every time. So Lee picks him up, puts him on the apron, knocks him off, um, and then Lee's kind of having his upper body sticking out of the ropes. Out towards ringside, and Ciampa hits a draping DDT on Lee on the corner of the apron. Ow. Yeah. So Finn, he's up top. He's going for a coup de gras, I believe, on Keith Lee. Ciampa meets him up there, uh, sets up for an air raid crash. So Ciampa has Finn an air raid crash position on the top rope. And then Keith Lee comes over, gets them in the electric chair, so they're on top of him. Dude. And drops them both. And he, but here's the thing. It's one thing if he did that and they are kind of up against the, the corner, but he backs up, so he's balancing these guys. I mean, they're all balancing. Yeah. But it's on it's him. About 400 pounds. On oh, his my God. That was absolutely insane. The creativity is off the charts, man. It's good off stuff, man. It's good stuff. Uh, then uh, Lee misses a moonsault, but hits a jackhammer on Ciampa. Goes for one on Balor. Balor rolls him up instead. Keith Lee kicks out. This spot was great. So Lee tries to hit a spirit bomb on Finn. Uh, Finn on the way up escapes midair double stomp mm-hmm. sends the lead of the yeah, mat that was right uh, he clotheslines Ch- Champa out hits the a tope on Lee and then goes out and drop kicks Champa into the barricade he comes back in goes for a coup de gras on Lee Lee gets out of the way uh, he gets and then Finn gets pounced uh, Lee tries to get a spirit bomb on Champa Champa escapes chop blocks Keith Lee then he gets Keith Lee up for an air raid crash and only gets him a two. Uh, and then Lee hits a moonsault on Champa, uh, hits a spirit bomb. Literally, the moment that he 
that they impact on the mat with a spirit bomb. Finn launches off the top rope. Coup de gras on Keith <sighs> Lee. Pins him for the win. Magnifique. Timing was really good. Just beautiful. Opportunist Just beautiful Finn stuff. Balor. So then uh, Adam Cole struts down. Da, da, and da, uh, da, Finn da, Balor da, da, da. gives him the, the gun fingers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's at the very end, I think, he gets up on the, on the corner and just sort of stares at the camera, right? There's that weird shot of him. Yeah. And then he puts his head back and acts like he's, you know. <laughs> well, sometimes he goes off in that weird euphoric where his tongue sort of happens. And he's like. Alex Baez huh. here in chat says, I was at AEW last night and the energy was crazy. They need to mic that crowd better than yeah, okay. <laughs> Because the energy seemed like less than crazy. Um. Yeah, they they need to that they need to take advantage of that crowd yep. because like half the time you see them and yeah they're reacting great and you know that crowd's really into it yeah um but uh, but yeah sometimes you're sitting there like I th- th- I was shocked at the main event last night I was like what the and even when they go wide you see the crowd sort of staring I was like. What is like these guys are killing themselves or put themselves through tables? Maybe it's a bunch of former Ring of Honor fans. <laughs> That's what Ring of Honor crowds were like. Oh they man, they would just sit there. If uh, if uh, Twitter user Robert is to be, <laughs> if he's to be believed, he's convinced that Marty Skrull is going to stay with Ring of Honor. Really? I wonder. I, I don't know how, but maybe Ring of Honor is just saving all their money. The Skrull Fund, huh? The Skrull Fund. I think they got a Skrull Fund. Maybe. I don't know. If he signs any more, any more than a one-year deal with Ring of Honor, though, <laughs> ten million dollars for one year. There you go. Yeah. Put the belt on me. See if I can save this company. That'll do it. That'll if do not, it. then I'm out the door. We'll see. But then wasn't there? There is that like. Uh, didn't like Joey Mercury again? Like he had some tweet where it had like a handwritten scrawled note. From I think maybe Greg. Yeah. <laughs> These Greg Joey Mercury things are great because when I think of else, Greg, man. I think of cousin Greg. Um, <laughs> and uh, and it was like list of people not to like you know push right now and it was like everybody. Yeah, good. It's probably the, it in his like, mind is probably the whole roster except for Matt Taven. It was like everybody good they had. It was like Brody King. Uh, Marty Skrull, I don't know, is everybody good? Maybe he thinks if they don't push him, then they'll resign and not. They won't have to pay him what the market uh, states they should be paid. I don't know. I think I think I got the general idea was these people who might be leaving soon. Yeah. So, so the entire roster, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, it's going to be Greg and Joey Mercury. Anyways, let's answer some questions. Sure. Here. See what's going on in the Discord. Uh, Gregory Faea says, uh, "Watch RoboCop trailer and glitch scene today in history class. Thought of you guys. It was intense." Uh, R.I.P. Kenny. RoboCop trailer and glitch scene? What is that? In history class, thought of you guys. I don't know. The glitch scene? Was it the oh, Ed 209? It's probably the trailer Yeah, trailer for the movie, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right, there you go. Um, what a great see. movie that is. Yeah, now it's terrific. Uh, Austin 60, Scrabble Champ. Would you rather take a shoot punch from Keith Lee for a million dollars? Or be driven through a table by Champa for a million dollars. Okay, so I would rather be driven through a table by Champa, assuming it was from like the top rope and not the top of the cage. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a big difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I'd take a shoe punch for a million bucks. Mm-hmm. A million dollars is a lot of money. If you break your jaw, it's not going to cost you a million dollars. Yeah, well, I got insurance. Yeah, I'll you got do insurance. That. You're fine. I don't care. 
uh, liquid diet for a while. Yeah. Now, another question, though, is for a million dollars, I would take it from Keith Lee, not from Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I think there's a difference there. I think Keith Lee has like a true, pure soul. Yeah, he, he has a heart. And I think that that would prevent him from murdering me yeah. with one punch. Yeah. Brock Lesnar has no such soul. No, you, you saw he almost knocked out Braun Strowman in the middle of a match, in the middle of the ring. And it looked like he barely even tried. Like that was a love it was, cap. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a short and punch. And he rocked him. Yep. That's terrifying. Yep. So, yeah, there's those are my limits. Um, let's see here. Uh, Cody Miles. Oh, come on, Cody. You know what the you know what the answer to this question is. Don't what? be silly. What? Two months into the war, if you only had to watch one show for the next six months, which would it be? All right, be? same time. Ready? One, two, three. NXT. AEW. You know the answer <laughs> to this question, man. This is how it always lines up with you and me. If there's two things to choose from, you get one, I get the other. Yeah. And never shall the two combine. St. Butts, with the rumor of having an NXT presence at Mania, would you want to take a big match that would normally be saved for a takeover or make a new match similar to what they did with Survivor Series this year? I don't want to take anything away from takeover. And, in fact, they announced officially there's a takeover. But it's pirate themed. I think WrestleVote said that NXT is going to have some presence with WrestleMania. Okay. And I think that's great. I would love to see the NXT title defend at WrestleMania. It should be. Um, but, but two nights in a row? Why not? Adam Cole wrestled two nights in a row in a War Games match one night and then a title defense the second day. In a really good title defense. I know. The match of the show. That's why Adam Cole is uh, going in a row wrestle the year 2019. That's why he's on top of our tree. Um, so, yes, if if they can find a way to have the matches make sense in terms of him facing one challenger one day and another challenger the following day, or even having, having a match against the same person as long as there's different stipulations. I just, yeah, I just wouldn't, as what you said is exactly right, as long as it makes sense. You know, they build these matches so beautifully. I would hate for them to then shoehorn, oh, we have now we have another Mania match. We got to mm-hmm, do that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, if they're going to have a presence, I want it to be more than just. You know, oh, they get to be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. A couple of NXT guys yeah, get to be in that. that. I don't want to see that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. 
You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a that's a tough situation. If it if it meant I don't know, man. If it meant like, let's say Adam Cole has a title match. God, at Mania weekend, that might be that might be Keith Lee. That might be if Lee mm-hmm. takes the title off him. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you build a Champa versus. I mean, would it have to be somebody on NXT's roster, or could it, or would it be somebody on Raw's roster? You know, I don't know. I mean, also at Takeover, you could have a match that storyline is motivated and happen it to be, oh, the winner of this match gets the title defense, gets the title opportunity at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of a huge thing. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, James Rodriguez. <laughs> Let's for sure get Adam Cole with some uh, rib tape. Well, you could. I mean, say, just imagine if, if say. It's Lee versus Cole for the title at TakeOver Tampa. And then on, also on the card to say Matt Riddle versus Dijakovic. Mm-hmm, yeah. And say they just want Keith Lee to have a first title defense that's really good. And they know mm-hmm. that he and Dijakovic puts on really good matches. Oh, yeah. And that's have that a good on the platform idea. is huge at WrestleMania. Yeah. Have Dijakovic wins that, win that match, challenge Lee for the title at WrestleMania, have them put on a barn burner. Oh, boy. It's going to be good stuff. Just an option. When is Worlds Collide? That's a Rumble. Yeah, right? that's a Saturday before the Rumble. I think they're going to do a tournament. That's what I think what they said last night. Oh, okay. I thought I thought that's what they said. Hmm. James Rodriguez, what is the likelihood of Gargano returning next week to cost Finn the title? Mm, I mean, this is possible, but it's, if... It won't be an event the show if that's if it's gonna be a serious wonk finish like that, they're not gonna have a main event. NXT, that's the great thing about NXT, man, is that you know, it's kind of funny because AEW, I'm not gonna get into because I, I actually like the you know, to separate themselves from WWE main roster stuff, AEW they 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 implemented some rules, whatever, like the 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 win loss record. Mm-hmm. Things matter here. Mm-hmm. Um NXT doesn't have any of those weird rules. They just go ahead and book it the way it should be booked. And I wonder if AEW at any point is going to be like, man, we really kind of hamstrung ourselves with these win-loss records. I hope not. I think, you know, if you reset it, I think I think a lot of great story potential can come out yeah, of them. Yeah, um, And they're going to reset at the beginning of, the, of next year, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't. I don't suspect there's going to be many wonk finish. Like NXT just doesn't. They don't do a lot of. That. They don't do a lot. But of when that. they do do it, it's just on the TV show. And Dakota Miley too. Uh, so to me, it seemed like Ciampa was the one to always take the title off Cole. But now for me, it's changed to Lee. Who do you guys think will be the next NXT champion? I mean, the 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 Lee's momentum is on the rise. Oh, and it's not just on the rise; it is on a rocket ship. Man. Yeah. So uh, if they're smart. They will capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. Not to say they had to do it this past week, um, but that being said, they need to capitalize on it. Rich, uh, what's more likely, Ripley winning the title or Finn winning the title? Then we both think that it's Ripley. Oh, it's Rhea. I, we both think she's going to win next week. Yeah, I would week. think I would think she's going to win next yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, Lord Ziffer, let's say Finn does win next week. What is next for Adam Cole, and who would Finn's first challenger be? It would be Champa. Yeah, I think it'd be Champa. It would have to be Champa. Yeah. 
Um, Lizard Man, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, what level of shenanigans will we see in the men's title match? Well, we're going to see the rest of the Undisputed Era, probably. Maybe we'll see Finn's new club. Boy, that'd be, that'd be something else. Or, it's, or none of it. Yeah. Um, All the shenanigans are zero. Yeah. Yeah, either way, I think it's going to be terrific. Next week's going to be, for both shows, going to be just a hell of a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Dom LaMartina, how would you debut VXT? Which is what I think they're referring to as Deanna Parazzo and Chelsea Green. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. Um, I don't know because there's no real tag division. To bring them up to Maine and have them take on Oscar and Kyrie Sane at WrestleMania and beat them. Oh, wow. That's a pretty big debut. It is. Well, not in their debut match, but oh, okay. like build them up between now and then. Okay. That's good. Because they're both really good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what are they? What are they doing on the Florida House? Are no they idea. just doing like singles matches, but they're cornering each other? Don't know. I don't know what's going they on. They could there. be doing tag matches. I don't know. They're terrific, though. Yeah, Chelsea Green is a delight. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Andrew Jocelyn, since we saw Kushida and Trevor Lee's hat switch to NXT or main superstars gimmicks, for example, imagine uh, DiJack and Finn's demon face paint. Oh wait, the, the devils. devils. Hey, how's it going? I'm yeah. a demon. I'm a demon. Yeah, that's right. I'm like uh, you know the devil. Uh, two gimmicks. I want to see Tyler Bate in uh, Damian Priest gimmick. Okay, that actually fits really well. Yeah, it could. Yeah, no, I'm a vampire. What, you're a vampire? No, I just go to clubs. No, it's like going to clubs. I like the birds. <laughs> you like birds? The birds. It's ladies. Nice looking birds. Oh, all right. But I also like to suck blood. What? Say again? I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, Big Butter Jesus. <laughs> wow, Angel Garcia is amazing. Future NXT champion there. That was a great match. <laughs> Question. How about Balor beat Cole, give him some much-deserved time off, Adam Cole doesn't need time off, and have Lee take it off Balor and Lee versus Cole at Mania. If Champ isn't planning on leaving NXT, he doesn't need the title at the moment. Thoughts? Uh Sure. Sure. Why not? Sounds great. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. That's not a set. Look, man, as all, all I care, I just like those four guys and maybe Dijakovic all being up there, mixing it up with each other. I don't care. As a title, just have them all mix it up and I'm good. Uh, Greg Morris, am I the only one that finds it odd that Champa wrestles in pants for a normal match? He had war games. He wore trunks. No, he wore his camo pants at war games, didn't he? Or do you wear his little, his little trunks? I don't remember, but it's a good point regardless because he does. He wrestles in both. Huh. Never thought about it. He Uh seems comfortable in both. I wonder if he has a specific reason for either one. thought he wore his camo pants. I thought he wore camo pants too at War Games. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's got camo pants on. But, like, he's wrestled in, I don't know since he's been back, but has he wrestled in trunks since he's been back? Yeah, I think at War Games because what he's wearing yesterday was camo, but it wasn't his camo, like, pants it was camo tights oh yeah. yeah he does whatever's comfortable for him yeah man i like that man i don't want people just to wear the same thing over and exactly over. uh jake mountford do you think it was a missed opportunity to not have not currently have an nxt match at tlc like they did at Survivor series no i think i think it's just the major four pay-per-views have an nxt title match mm-hmm. and that's yeah. it yeah otherwise keep the the sanctity of of the takeovers yeah as they are special occurrences i agree 
Um, Alex, oh, that's a, that a great question. Sorry, go ahead. Broken sound wave. Do you think Angel Garcia is the second Garza? Coming, Garza is the second coming of Eddie Guerrero. There, he is young. There are some similarities there, mm-hmm. man. There are definitely some sim- similarities. Um, so if he could, if he could get to the level of Eddie, then that's yeah, that'd be something else. That'd man. be great. Uh, Alex M. Martinez, I've been loving Heal Dakota's work as of late. Assuming once Tegan gets back and they have their blow off, who you see coming out on top of this feud and what is next for Dakota following that? Dakota has to get out on top. Like, I was actually shocked that she won that match last night. Um, and then even in a win, Mia Yim still gets the upper hand in the end. You know, I don't know, man. I feel like like if rumors are true, they wanted Tegan Knox to win that May, last May Young Classic. I think they really like her. I think they have high hopes for her. Yeah. I would not be surprised. I wonder if they're hoping they can do a – and maybe it's unfair to make this comparison. No, I know you're going with that. The yeah, Gargano Champa thing. Yeah, I hope that'd be with awesome. Kai and Knox, and if they can do that, then they both win. Regardless yeah, sure. who comes out on top of the feud, they both win. I agree completely. Because they seem high on both of them. Yeah, like they've been trying there. They've yeah, cool. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Uh, be sure listen, man. I want you all to hit that like button. If you've been listening to this, you're still with us. Hit that like button now, son. Smash it. Smash it. And also while you're at it, uh, go to that subscribe button. If you haven't subscribed, hit that. And if you have subscribed or if you haven't, go to notifications. Hit all. Hit all. All of them. Then you'll always know when we're going live. Man, we got a new tent for the wind coming up on Saturday. Yeah. It's a fun one. Uh, and then so tomorrow is... Smackdown. Smackdown. I'm not sure if I'm going to make the Smackdown live stream tomorrow. I don't know because I got okay. some people coming over to build some stuff in my backyard. But we'll be doing the recap in the for evening. sure. Doing yes. the recap. That's an, and yeah. Well, if anything else, we'll, if we don't do the live Smackdown stream, reaction stream, we yes. will do the recap live for everybody. So um, that'll be tomorrow night, and then of course on uh, Sunday TLC. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We do appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.